and welcome to Why Did I Keep This, a podcast about the things that have been living in the back of our closets and why it's so hard for us to let them go. Please join us as we examine our relationships with stuff and potentially convince each other to say goodbye to excess baggage. Or maybe we'll just encourage each other to keep everything forever. Let's find out. We are your hosts. I am Courtney Venez, an actor, video game streamer, and improviser living in LA with a colorful, quirky, and highly impractical closet. And I'm Jackie Glick, a producer living in Los Angeles who loves to window shop and loves a sample sale. And I'm Lana Cuthbertson, an entrepreneur living in Montreal who has an impressively strict one-in, one-out policy and who's working towards a closet full of timeless classics. Together, we are the three closeteers on a journey through time and space. Hello, hello, fellow closeteers. How are we? Hello, hello, hello. I'm good. Hello. Yeah, that's doing great. great. Doing great. Watching, starting to watch the snow fall. Um, oh, that's boy. nice. Yeah, we're getting into snow season. It's been on and off for a while now. Um, and this morning was just a particularly cozy little snowy morning. Um, that, that sounds so cute in theory. In theory, it's <laughs> cute. In theory, it's cute. I will say that um, this is going to sound really like techno weenery, but um, one of my entrepreneur sort of coping mechanisms these days has been morning runs. And it has now officially started to become the time of year where running is treacherous because it's icy and, you know, mm. very difficult next to impossible. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of going through a, you know, a, a, a transition of coping mechanisms. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, that thing that you have that that makes things okay, it's where you blow off your steam and it's gone. The rug exactly. was ripped out from under you. Exactly. So, oh, some papers just dropped from my desk. Anyone who wanted to know what that sound was, that's, that's the state of the world over here. Um, I did a, a remote kickboxing class this morning. So, oh. and I, I do have to say that like, the punching and the kicking is good for <laughs> getting some of those, you know. I bet. That sounds yeah. fun. Oh, man. Yeah. Just yeah. a nice a nice little kick, a nice little punch. That oh, sounds very therapeutic. Get the pants in the morning. I like it. Yeah. 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 And Have you the- done kickboxing before? It's something I've sort of always been intrigued by. Um I've done but it I, as like a workout thing before, like a, uh-huh. you know, a sort of light version, L-I-T-E version mm-hmm. in like, I think it was like in university, I did a, a a campus gym class that was a kickbox, kickboxing cardio class and really, really liked it actually, like really, really enjoyed it at the time. Um, and then just, you know, got into different phases of other things and um kind of coming back around to that idea as a, and it is a good workout. Like if you can kind of get the right class going and you can really make it like make it a good workout. I do quite enjoy, I do quite enjoy kickboxing. When I was dating my husband, we would go to boxing classes with a trainer in on like Saturday mornings at nine. And obviously since we've been married and I locked him in, I've stopped going to that. But (laughs) (laughs) when, when we were dating, I would go every every weekend and we I would do like punching and then I would I would like go into the ring with my husband and I'd look at our coach dude and I or trainer if you will and I'd be like, Hey, couples therapy and he wouldn't laugh and then I was like, This isn't for me. 
<laughs> it's it's funny. I I actually thought of you two last night. I was watching an episode of The Sopranos, uh, and they're yes, in like we the are office. A lot like Tony and <laughs> you guys and are so much like Tony and <laughs> Carmilla. Uh, yeah. No, there was just a scene. There was just a in like the office at the strip club that they work at or like hang out at. Uh, there's like a pool going. table and a um, and a punching bag. And I was like, oh, that's right. I. I was bugging. I was bugging our producer Akshay to teach me how to box a few months ago. So I might be bothering him again in the near future and be like, "Teach me how to punch a thing." Yeah, so. we have a punching thing, a punching bag, if you will, in the garage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't put my punching gloves. What are they called? Boxing gloves. I haven't put those on in a while, and uh, I think it shows by the fact that I forget what they're called. Punching mittens is what I would like them to be called. Yes. My old-fashioned punching mittens. Punching mittens. Well, I mean, why did I keep it? I guess I'll maybe do it again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I, but speaking I, of I why did it. I keep it today, I'm so excited about this little episode that we've planned because I think I'm really excited to know what your guys' answers are. This is Courtney's idea, and it's quite brilliant. She said today on the text chain, why did I keep it? Open tabs on your iPhone or computer. Mm-hmm. Get I am. It. Oh boy, I'm. Uh, I am the worst at this. And actually, I wish. Um, I wish I thought of this sooner, like when we first started recording this podcast, because maybe like six months ago, I finally went through and I did just do a whole big delete on my. I just. I didn't even like look at the tabs I had open. I just closed them all, and it was absolutely terrifying but just you know in case anybody was worried since then i have accumulated a few a few pages a few pages back um so i'm i just uh here's the thing tabs don't technically take up space right you know they're not like filling a box slows your phone down oh that's probably true I think my phone is just slow because my phone is old and I refuse no. to update it until it dies. It's probably um, because you have 40 tabs open. But like, it might what, be. How should we do this? Should we do like each of us says one tab? Like what's your first oldest tab? And then we like. Yeah, I'm going to go with my, my oldest tab because I think it's uh, very funny and actually very pertinent to this conversation. So okay. um, a few months back, we were recording an episode uh, of this this podcast. Uh, you might have heard of it. It's called Why Did I Keep This? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were talking about, I believe, books. And Jackie, you uh, mentioned the book The History of Love. And yeah. I have the tab for that book open okay. right here because I've been meaning to look into it to remind myself to like get it from the library, give it a read. I ha- I haven't, but I haven't gotten rid of this tab yet. So it might still it might still be here, but I just love that my very first, my oldest tab that's open is um, is that tab. So maybe one day I'll get around to reading the history of love. I deleted um, a tab not too long ago on Dolly Alderton, which I believe is also, yeah, that's uh, also a recommendation. Yeah, a recommendation for me. I think I just have that name in my head at this point that I was like, the tab can, the the tab tab can go. So that was... Uh, you know, it's a it's a book. It's a book. I want to read more. I think that's going to be my uh, my goal for twenty twenty two is to try to read more books. Um, that was my goal for twenty twenty one, and it was how'd great. that go? It, well, it, that's great. 
I mean, yeah, it, it went well. Um, it was partly because of COVID and thinking about like, what's a really good activity for staying in my house all day, every day. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, what's going to allow me to escape to other worlds. It was a good goal. Actually, it was like, it was a smart, it was a smart goal. And like the best part about it, <laughs> um, is that it like, it was habit changing. So I got into a bit of an accelerated reading routine, which has, oh. like, I've managed to kind of maintain, which is, you know, hopeful, oh my God. you know, like, you're, this is what's in store for you in the future, and it's going to be great. <laughs> I love that. That's wonderful. That's so, like, I, I, I went through a phase at the beginning of COVID, like, when I did the same thing, when it was, like, we had our lockdown, I was like, oh my gosh, this is time for me to order all the books that I've been meaning to read. And I did that. And I went through, I was playing a lot of Animal Crossing and I was reading. I was spending a lot of time on the couch. And then I just stopped. <laughs> I barely read like anything uh, for fun. I've like started a couple books and just haven't been able to like get through them. And so I feel like I just need to keep this book right here because I I want to read more. It's a reminder that I want to read. It's a reminder that I want to read a book that someone I know and appreciate and respects loves. So I, um, yeah. In that in that same episode, we talked about books on our bookshelf that we always have intended to read. And for the last, whatever, I don't know how many months, it's been like six months, however long ago that was, I've had In the Skin of a Lion on my bedside table and have not cracked it open. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the intention is there, and that's what these tabs, that's what this is sort of about. Tabs in yeah. our mind, tabs on the phone, you know? Mm -hmm. And totally. I have, like, I uh, I went, like, holiday shopping a few weeks ago, um, and you know what I referenced? You know what I referenced? I referenced my tabs. I referenced, I was like, I think I thought of, like, a present I wanted to get my mom. That's, Let me that's check some my of tabs. my tabs, too. Yeah. And it's, um, I don't know, I don't remember if I was successful or not, but at least I know I have like this weird little place where I'm like, uh, I think I remember reading something about that. I might have it in an open tab. And honestly, it has, it's been helpful sometimes. Um, so yeah, I, I hope, I hope, uh, I get reading soon. <laughs> I really would. I love reading it. Like I can feel myself being like the best version of myself when I read more you know what I mean I feel mm -hmm. like I'm I'm a better speaker I'm a better writer uh when I was doing improv regularly when I was reading uh I definitely felt like I was a better improviser um yeah I just I can it also feels better on my brain like my brain health my mental health actually feels better when I'm reading and I don't know if there are any like scientific studies that prove that or if it's just that I am you know doing something I like doing um but yeah I there's no reason why I'm not reading more uh, other than <laughs> I think I think the pandemic destroyed my ability to sit still for long periods of time wow. uh there's just too much bottled up energy and it needs to get out so sitting down and reading a whole novel hasn't been um hasn't been terribly easy but you know goals it's fair. It's a goal. Lynn, what's your first tab that's open or your oldest tab? Um, here's the interesting thing about my tabs. So it, they're kind of like my closet. Like, they're relatively streamlined. So like on my phone and on my like sort of personal browser window, it's mm -hmm. one situation. 
but on my work browser window, it's, it's a whole other situation. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've got like, I've got a, a personal browser tab. I have one kind of spare tab on my personal browser on my like desktop that I will save to share for later. On my phone, I have one tab open on my phone browser. And the story here is that it definitely is my oldest tab and it is twitter.com. <laughs> <laughs> Because Wait, not the app. It's not the app. It's in the browser. It's not okay. the app. It's in the browser. And this is a stupid mind game I'm playing with myself because I'm thinking to myself, Lana, you don't need social media apps on your phone. It'll just make you open them automatically and spend mm -hmm. too much time on them and feel sad. And it's not, it's like not what I need to have, you know, ready to tempt myself. However, that has meant that I have like a permanent tab open on my phone browser that is Twitter. And now effectively my browser app has really just turned into my Twitter app. And I, I still relate spend. so hard. I relate so hard to this. Oh my God. When, uh, like it's been many years, but I did the same thing, but with Facebook, I refused to download the Facebook app. I was like, you do not need, you do not need to be checking this regularly. You do not need it on your phone. Um, just, it's not, no, you need to minimize. And at that point I wasn't, I wasn't really using Twitter. I think the only social media I was really using was Instagram and it wasn't even like that big of a deal, but Facebook was like, no, it just makes you angry. It just makes you want to fight with people. Uh, it's just, it shows like the ugliest parts of humanity. Uh, but I did the same thing where I didn't have the app, but oh boy, it was in the browser. It was in the browser. Same. I do all that the time. constantly with Instagram. I'm like, if it's not in the browser, I'll look at it. Like if it's in the browser, I'll look at it less. And also like stories and reels don't work on the browser. So I'm like, at least I'm not enjoying this. I'll do it <laughs> for less time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. So like Twitter is just always an open tab on my browser and I for sure still spend time on it a lot. And Instagram is also like a frequently opened tab on my phone yeah. browser. Yeah. Even though I do not have the apps themselves on my phone. So like this is a crazy, I feel absolutely <laughs> crazy. I have managed to pretty much leave Facebook behind. Um, oh, I yeah. deleted my account. Yeah. There you go. I'm out. Yeah. I'm I out, haven't baby. quite I haven't quite deleted my account yet, but the only reason is because that is how you do buy nothing, which I've talked about on here before, but the buy nothing groups are all on Facebook. So I've deleted yeah. like the Facebook all of my is a big place too for that yeah, kind of Yeah. Yeah. I am I'm getting close though because where I live now, it's not like my in my old neighborhood, oh my god, that group was amazing. It was super active. It was a bunch of people my age, uh, like a lot of like women's clothes going around or like cute household items, and it, like I could get rid of things really easily. But the group that I'm in now, it's a little more. Uh, it's a lot of baby stuff. <laughs> it's a lot of baby stuff. It's I, I've moved to the burbs, and it's like it's just a lot of. Um, you know, outgrown baby clothes. And that's wonderful. I'm so glad that exists. 
because less helpful to you yeah. personally. Not not for, not for me. So I mean, I guess I could dress my cat up in baby clothes if it really came to it, but it hasn't come to that yet. Not yet. Quite. So, but I'm close. Oh man, I have do not. I have completely like stopped looking at my feed. I basically just go straight to the buy nothing page. Yeah. If I'm looking well, to get rid of something, I mean, or scan through it. That's good. I but I'm just mad that my, my time there. oh so much time. Wa- I don't. I wonder, and I don't want to know how much time I've wasted on Facebook. Just yeah. yeah. Well, wild. My late my earliest open tab mm-hmm. is this place. It's okay. It's called Uncle Jim's Worm Farm dot com, <laughs> and um. I have it open to a page where um that makes me think of Earthworm Jim. Isn't that a well, cartoon I'm character? about to I I have been I'm very scared of worms. That's something that I should <laughs> preface this with. But I ha I, I've been open to this tab of 500 compost worms. And uh Uncle Jim is apparently the guy to go to. Uh, I think he's probably great. And I have this it's I'll show you guys because I, I think it's a nice visual and maybe I'll take a picture of it. It's a bag of worms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Literally. Open it up a bag of worms. <laughs> it's for 250 red composting worm mix. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got I a composter. Like, what a but missed I opportunity haven't... to not put those worms in a can. I know. Right? <laughs> I <laughs> mean, just you're just right. It should note. definitely be a, not a bag. <laughs> It should be a can of worms. It should for sure be a can of worms. (laughs) I I bought it. I haven't dug the hole yet, but I have a compost, and I've been really interested in composting for quite some time. I may have even talked about it on the podcast. I'm very obsessed with the idea of having a compost in the backyard, and I bought this thing that you like put in ground so it doesn't smell, but you have to buy worms. But anyways, it's a whole thing. I haven't dug the hole, you know, but I have the worms ready to go. I've had them there for like four months and I have every intention of buying the worms my sweet sweet wonderful nephew the other day I was telling him that I was going to do this compost thing I was going to get worms and he was like oh Auntie Jackie don't buy the worms online and I was like well like how else do I get worms he's nine and he was like the worms are going to be quite traumatized from the travel, and they're going to be, like, in a bag. They won't know where they are, and they'll have nowhere to go for the amount of time that it takes for them to get to from the farm to your house, and you're going to put them in a composter. They won't know where they are. So I, I think you should probably just try to harvest them from your own backyard. Oh, my God. Is that not the sweetest? Most re- like so I, sweet. I was like. So compassionate. Like, that is so sweet, but I am so scared of worms. Like, unless you want to fly to L.A. and search for worms in the backyard, I'm afraid this isn't really going to happen. And I was like, what if I do it, and then I'm really nice to the worms? And he was like, I mean, if you had to do it that way, Auntie Jackie, you better have some banana peel for them. And I was like, okay. <laughs> what a sweet, thoughtful oh boy. Oh, my God. That he's really nine, is. What a treasure. He's so sweet. And actually, he's a real fan of the worms. When he was going fishing this summer, he wasn't catching anything. And I said to him on, on our FaceTime call, I said, why don't you just put a little worm on the hook? And then my niece, who's six, came into picture on the phone and she said, he would never do that. He's a friend to all invertebrates. <laughs> I mean. Wow. Oh, my adorable. God. What Anyways, a Anyways, I have the link open. I need some worms. 
I do hope that my worms are trauma free, but I still may have to order. Look from this I man, mean, and, and I think he yeah. tra- treats his worms great. I mean, he raises compost worms. By all accounts, I have friends who use this man. The worms come quickly, so there's less trauma. Yeah, they come quickly. Look, here's the thing: is uh, those worms are going to lead a great life. As yeah, you know, they like yeah, My like you know, you said, throw in yeah, kiss. throw in that banana peel, throw in your food scraps. They're gonna yeah, maybe it'll it might be a bumpy ride. Sure, yeah. no one loves to travel. Yeah. But then no the rest of their travel. life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No one loves to travel. There are a lot of delays. Oh, you know, my God. You know, it's crowded. Rivers. Exactly. Mm, you got to wear a mask the whole time. Nobody <laughs> likes it. But hopefully these worms will be okay. Anyways, that's my latest. That's my earliest tab on here. And uh, I, that's why I haven't ordered. And, I'm, you know, I'm thinking it through. That is, that's so sweet. I'm excited for you to compost. I'll bring my compost over to you. I uh, I mean, please. I always feel I'm, I always feel bad throwing. You know, the food weirdest away. part about living in LA is that there's no wet bin compost system in the city. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. And there's no. Every there's like other a, city I've lived in has like a wet bin. Yeah. Where you put your food. Mm-hmm. Anyways, no, that was a big. That was a big shock. thing. Also, LA really isn't great with recycling, but. I don't no. know if that's because they just don't care about the illusion of recycling. Uh, because as it turns out, like most recycling in the U.S. is sort of a scam. Not a scam, but like it doesn't. It's like half the things that you, you think it is. Yeah, like half the things you put into the recycle bin aren't actually recyclable. Or they get contaminated and they can't be recycled. Like What's, a lot of people will throw yeah. like a pizza box into the recycle bin. But if it has like food stuff on it that's that's trash or it's compost in berkeley they they were like please compost your pizza bins or your pizza boxes because you know my dad um, is currently visiting from edmonton alberta and today there was an amazon box and he had had a can of um you know uh soda water what's it called bubbly water whatever yeah and Mm -hmm. he was like where do i put my can and uh where do i put this cardboard and i was like all in the same place and he was like well, that seems unre- unreasonable. Like, what? Mm-hmm. What? You don't have a separate thing for cans and paper. I've got a little plastic as well. And like in Alberta, you can separate it. It's helpful. Yeah. But um, anyways, he was upset. Courtney, I have this like very vivid memory for some reason of an early episode. Maybe I don't remember if it was on the episode or if it was like. <laughs> but you mentioned a pizza box. That was like, maybe your neighbor was trying to recycle a used pizza box and it yes. was a very upsetting thing for you. And I was it's... like, oh no, I've totally done that. And <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you're in trouble. <laughs> but it was just like, yeah, they just, it's, it's not, it's not people's fault because the education is not there. Yeah. Uh, I been very lucky where I've happened to be able to learn a lot about recycling and what is recycling and how to like handle e-waste uh but I'm just like why doesn't everyone know this and you're totally right like in Berkeley there was you had a big old bin for your recycling but one half it was like split in half and the the lids opened like like in the middle essentially Mm -hmm. and one half was all your paper and cardboard and the other half was like was like cans and plastic and then like moving down here it was so weird and it's like oh no it all gets it all gets filled it all gets separated I'm like does it does is it really easier 
do. Yeah. Separ- um, is it really easier to separate it later? He, well, and that's the funny thing about, I remember this about Edmonton as well. They had like, growing up, in my head, it was like, you know, Edmonton's got its strengths and weaknesses, like a lot mm-hmm. of cities do. And growing up, one of the things was like, Edmonton's waste management system is world class. It's amazing. Like everyone was like, waste management. And I remember moving to Ottawa and that, and Ottawa had like a, a compost that was separate from the garbage. And I was like, oh, Edmonton doesn't need you to separate your stuff yourself. It just has this sweet system where it automatically separates everything and you can just put it all in one thing. And it turns out the whole time it was not performing as we all expected. And now they have introduced a compost system where people have to sort their own stuff. And it was like this gigantic sort of waste management scandal. (laughs) I feel about recycling the same way I feel about how I learned about feminism as being achieved in school. Like I thought recycling was real. Feminism mm-hmm. had had been like accepted by the masses, and we did it. We did the feminism. <laughs> it's an unfortunate. It's an unfortunate thing. Do but I still recycle anyways. everything that I can't? Like every, like everything Same. that probably. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. I, I clean out my little yogurt things. I of course do we're not the monsters thing, but we I, do what uh... we were taught in the nineties. But it just doesn't really work. Anyways, that's my that's my latest tab. What's What's your most recent tab, Lana? <laughs> this is a good one. Um, I get these emails, these deals emails. It's like one of the few... Deals, deals, deals. Deals <laughs> emails. This this deals email is one of the few deals emails I still tolerate and get. And in fact, celebrate because it's flight deals. And it's oh. not like your, ev- your average everyday like airline 25% off occasionally deal. It's like... This guy, his name is Chris Maiden, and he sends out emails that are like you sign up for the Canadian city that you're based in and you get that version of his emails. And he's like, he's like web, he's like a web 1.0 type guy. He's like so awesome. His, his stuff is kind it's kind of old school looking, but I love it. It's almost like vintage web. <laughs> and it's okay. like a like, blog. Is it like a geo city? Like a like, a... like adjacent. <laughs> geo mm-hmm. city adjacent. And he sends out these emails and they're like the best. They're the most valuable emails I get because they're like they're like mistake fairs or like extreme deals where it's like this anomaly that for some reason something unusual is going on and the fairs have dropped to like record low levels. So like I started getting these deals emails um, when I lived in Edmonton and like a couple times booked trips just based on the deal and went to places that I hadn't really planned on going before. And then like, yeah, it was just, it's so fun. And so now I still get them and they're awesome. And I just recently got a deals email um, for a flight to Hawaii and that is a browser tab that I have opened. So like from the email, you get a link to his blog post where he explains how to find the deal. And often it's like, you have to go to Google Flights and search this and then take those search terms and paste them into a different search thing because that one has an extra 25% off or something like hacky kind of. Oh, I love it. it. Yes, oh, game that oh. system. Game it's, it. It's just good stuff. So anyway. have you ever done? Have you ever done a skip lag flight? A skip lag flight? No, what is that? 
I mean, this is real kind of like hacky stuff. But you know, sometimes if you fly from LA to London, let's say there's a big sale, it's like, I don't know. Let's say, for argument's sake, I'm going to use the, the number $500. And that week that you're trying to go to New York, flights from LA to New York are like $800. You can buy the flight to London that stops in New York and just get off the plane. Mm-hmm. And this website, Skiplag, you just put in your A and B, and then sometimes you book all the way to C, but you just don't go to C. And the only thing is that you just can't have carry-on. You only can have carry-on bags. Like, you can't check your bag, and you can't gate-check your bag. You must, by all, like, by every, like, measure necessary, have your bag with you. So you can't bring a rolly case anymore because they make you check those at the gate. You have to bring a soft bag that cannot be checked. They make and you check you rollies? Just... Oh, no. Yeah. It's been a minute I was on a flight recently, plane. and literally 90% of people had carry-on bags only, and at the gate, everyone had to check their rolly bags. Um, I have had this happen. It, I've had variable experiences with this. So, like, sometimes they randomly select you. Sometimes they yeah. make everybody do it. What I often do is just don't – I just don't do it. So, like, they give me a little tag, and they're like, okay, and you just hand this to the person, and I'm like – I don't have to do that. So I removed the tag on my way down the little jetway. And... Scandalous. Oh, Scandalous my God. I don't have to do that. I love it. The only so thing never... is, is that then you get on the plane and there's no overhead room anymore because everyone else has done it. And if totally. you're not the first one on the plane, if you're not in zone A, you're messed up. You're screwed. Totally. If everybody was like me, the system would not function. <laughs> this is, no, I'm serious. On this last plane, and I, I imagine a lot of it had to do with, obviously, the pandemic and wanting to spend the least time in the airport on the other side as possible. So few people had checked bags. All of it, like 90% of people wanted just their carry-on, and it delayed the flight by quite quite a few minutes. Oh, man. I've um, I've definitely done the thing where they call, where it's like, oh, no, we don't have enough overhead store. But for some reason, they figure that out, like, before the flight happens. I know. Uh, and they're I like, know. we're looking for volunteers. And I definitely go up there, and I'm like, um, do I get anything if I give you my bag? Like, do I get, like, a gift card or, like, a couple of drinks? Or, yeah, some kind of, like, voucher or something. And they're almost always like, yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll work for go. treats. Yeah, I'm just like, I'll give up my, like, I don't mind waiting a couple of, like, extra minutes. There's nothing in my bag I'm going to need. But uh, what can I get for free? I love free stuff. So I've definitely done that and gotten, like, miles or gotten, yeah, like a voucher or something. So, Oh, that's smart. I'm going to ask for treats next time they ask me to do something. (laughs) Yeah, especially if it's... extra cookies. I was going to say Southwest is, like, pretty cool about it. Um, They're just like, yeah, sure, here. Have like a hundred bucks. <laughs> Have a hundred bucks to Southwest. So okay, what's your latest tab? What's the last my thing you open okay that you kept open? My latest tab, uh, it's been open for a few days, uh, but it just says it's another Google search, and it's just does cotton slash spandex shrink? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> because I bought a bodysuit, and it's in my size, and it should be my size. Um, like, I'm usually, like, a small medium, and this is just a straight small, but it's a little too big. It's, like, a little too big. It's a little too big. And you don't want a bodysuit 
to be a little too big. I feel like a bodysuit is something you maybe would rather have be a little too small. Because um, it's, you know, it's got to keep I'm everything fact, together. In the process of selling a bodysuit, that is a little bit too big. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, so I have it. And I'm like, I don't think I can return it. I think I got it on, like, a final sale. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at it. And I was like, well, it's cotton, but it has spandex in it. Like, is it, do they sell it, like, a little big because it can shrink? So, I don't know. I, um, My feeling I think is I'm going to no. try it out. Spandex doesn't shrink, I think if you put it, I think if you put it in a high heat situation. Exactly. That's what, that's pretty much what the results say, um, that it can shrink, but it should probably be in hot water, which I almost never use hot water. It just seems like a waste of electricity, like a a waste of power to do hot water with most laundry and like a high dryer. So I might, I might try that. I don't know. We'll see. I'll have to report back, but I haven't, I haven't done it yet. I haven't done that wash yet. So we'll find out very Uh, exciting stuff yeah a lot of googles a lot lot of searches for me a lot i don't know why i keep up search results because that doesn't seem terribly necessary (laughs) i mean why did Uh, i keep it open is the mm -hmm. name of the episode today Mm -hmm. um uh my latest thing is a uh, my latest oh my god i can you tell i haven't really spoken out loud very much today it's no i know the feeling (laughs) you're doing great (laughs) thanks my latest tab is a strategist gift list, as as I love to sort of scroll through. So this good. one is called. This one has a great name, actually. It's from. It's from. Uh, it's a recent one, and it's called "What Should I Get My New Kinky Polyamorous Late Twenties Boyfriend?" and sixty five other extremely specific gifting questions answered. <laughs> uh, I love that so much amazing and i started scrolling through it earlier today got some great stuff in here you know like and and some very like hilariously specific um as promised things like for instance a close friend with a party lifestyle who's into hiking biking electronic music festivals skincare and reading budget fifty dollars and what you should buy that person is happy dance stress away cbd bath bomb Oh my god! Do you think that they they must backwards engineer it? They probably have items, and they're like, "Who's the type of person who would use this?" Totally. I don't know. I mean, it's pretty specific. But there, that is a person. That is like I yeah. like when you read that description. I was like, "Ah, yeah." Mm-hmm. I went to high school with a that person. Southern brother-in-law who's into hunting and just bought a vintage Bronco that he's restoring, budget sixty dollars. Well, to get for him, you should do a Leather Max free T four multi tool. An EDC knife with magnetic locking and one hand accessible. That's sixty dollars. A lot like the marketing personas that they make you do these days. Mm-hmm. Like these little characters you invent to figure out who your like target audience is and what they like and what they care about and like when you have these digital ads that you can target so specifically, you can say like Martha lives in the vineyard and she makes wine and then yes. drinks it every single day. And that's her life. And she's got two golden retrievers named sassy and classy <laughs> and really likes pink mini dresses. <laughs> right. Get yeah, her. I mean, it could be that they have a list of things and that's what they need. 
But I like to believe that there really is a man that I've been dating for five months who's into cooking cocktails, horror genre, and merino wool. (laughs) 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 And for him, if I was spending $200, I would buy a shaggy dog cuffed hat in navy. Oh, God. You know what? I actually... I like that list so much more than any other list that I've seen that's like, what to get for husbands? Because it's always just like, have you thought about getting him a, a tie with beer cans on it? Because that's what husbands like. Oh, <laughs> I look at the husband list. I, I really do like whoever is the editor at The Strategist. I find them to be very fun and sort of cheeky with their lists. But I always go through the the lists every year and oftentimes like at birthdays or whatever and I go through lists of like a hundred things and I'm like, my mom wants none of these. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. find that the mom list is always really tough for me, but. Yeah, mom mom lists are tough. It's, uh, oh boy, I also, I think I have the same, the same problem. Yeah. This wasn't helpful. When I was a kid, Anyways. my mom was like, all I want is candles. And she was like, it's an easy gift for kids to like not spend too much money on and get me a thing that I like and that's sort of disposable or like usable. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I was like, who in their right mind wants candles? And now as an adult, <laughs> I'm like, all I want are candles. <laughs> I totally get it, mom. Also, I, I like find it hard to buy myself a candle because I'm like, oh, yeah. this $30 candle, do I really oh, yeah. need? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's a great gift. It's such a treat. Yeah. What? No, exactly. I would never buy an expensive candle. I would buy a cheap candle for myself. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, I love giving people candles. It's so, especially if it comes in like a little pretty container and oh. I always feel a little bad. I'm like, oh, I hope you don't think it's not personal. So I actually company, think you'll really like this. But There's a, a company that these two siblings own and it you buy like bag, like um a parchment bag sort of filled with soy wax and scent and then you put it in the microwave or on the stove for like I don't know 30 seconds and then you pour it into the vessel of an old candle that you like with the wick like you can hold up you put in a wick obviously uh-huh. it comes with said wick and then you pour the new wax into the old candle shell if you will yeah Oh, that's great. a great idea. That's a really it's so cool because sometimes you find some really beautiful like ceramic holder or jar holder or whatever, and and at the end of the day, what are you going to do with it? Unless mm-hmm. it's another candle, uh, it can be wasted. I yeah. have I have a candle that I've never lit because I think the uh, container that it's in is just very pretty, and I know that if I light it and it goes away, what am I going to do with that container? I'm so excited. Yeah, that. That has needed to exist for a while. I, I have definitely, I think in my last move, I got rid of a lot of un, like completely used candles that were just the just the, the vessel. Uh, and in my head, I think I was like, you know, I could just buy wax and a wick and I could do this. And of course, I never got around to doing it. Um, yeah, you want so. I, found, I found out what it is. It's called Siblings. That's how I knew that Siblings owned it. i was just gonna say you need a pair of siblings to help ease the experience of this they've really found a little nice niche market there i think um speaking of candles tabs and everything is there anything that any of us should we do like a rapid fire tab tabs open with no explanation (laughs) no explanation go for it Okay, um, Jackie, do you want to go first and just give us like a quick rapid fire 
list of the tabs you have open. Should we go in a like closing. a circle? Do we want to go in a circle? So oh, that's a oh, fun like idea. one, one, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so we'll okay. go Jackie, uh, Lana, and then me. Sound okay. good? Okay, ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Courtney, you might have to like continue talking Mine, after all of us are done. <laughs> I might do a few more. I might do a few more. <laughs> okay, ready? And yeah. do I say, but like after worms? Yeah, after worms. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready? Five, six, seven. Eight, beeswax bread bag. Floatapp.com. Daddy's little daddy shirt Google search. <laughs> Black bean and sweet potato chili. The Honorable Randy Boissonneau Member of Parliament. <laughs> Cooking thermometer infrared. Carnuba wax. Aretto Labs top 50 investor list. Escuela round crystal glasses. Zilu. Behind the brand. Suzanne Kaufman. Uh, Nov colon WK3 dash draft. Toyota of Hollywood. The best deodorants to keep you fresh and dry all day long. FOMO Probot. Christmas lights for trees. Target. Ooh. Ustav Prosuve. This one isn't even in English. I can't even tell you what it is. Moving on. Sales and marketing book. I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Uh, uh, OI shampoo dry hair. Do you know how do you do you guys know how to pronounce it? O U A I. Way? Way? Why? 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 You know, I feel like in my head I know how to pronounce it, but then when I had to say it out loud, I was like, no, I don't know. I, I don't I think mean, I've ever said this word out loud before. I love their like wave spray. It's, I swear okay. by it. I love it. I got a sample uh, of theirs with something I ordered for shampoo and I used it and I was like, this smells amazing and my hair was amazing. So. Amazing. I'm curious. Oh. Okay. Um, stretch dough for knishes. Coach campaign calendar. Warbyparker.narvar.com. Um, it's my turn, but I think I might just pull the plug on this at this point because mine are just way too boring at this point. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like mine, are, mine are very glasses content for a while. <laughs> uh, mine, this one that wasn't in English, I'm so curious. It's from the Institute of Contemporary History as I dig deeper. And I think it's in like maybe Icelandic. I love Why? that. Why? Anyone? Why not? No, I don't know. This I'm glad is, I kept this, this open. It, it was, you know, it could have been a real tragedy if I'd lost this tab. This feels like a really good time to thank our producer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, I would. I would, in fact, like to thank uh, Akshay, our producer, and I would like to thank Genevieve Vincent for our snazzy composition. And I would like to thank our listeners for surfing our tabs with us this time. That was pretty fun. I hope you thought it was fun, too. Uh, we'd, all, of course, like to thank the Bolero for being fashion's most practical invention. Uh, please follow us on Instagram at Why Did I Keep This? And we'd also be really grateful if you could leave us a review, you know, like and subscribe five stars do what you need to do to keep this this train moving choo choo uh, <laughs> thank you Jackie thank you Courtney I'm Lana and we'll talk to you next time bye 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 goodbye goodbye